Hi, everyone. Back at you with another episode of ESEC Lending Insights, where we keep it unscripted, real, and interesting. Yes, we are definitely unscripted, Peter. But interesting, I think we should maybe let our listeners make that determination. What we are here to do, though, is to give you our latest thoughts and perspectives on what is going on in the securities lending industry, whether that be about demand trends or what is happening across the market. And now to our episode. Let's go. I would just say haircut, not a hair appointment, if I were you, Jim. The difference, though, Peter, between you and me is you drive a Hyundai. I'm driving a Ferrari with this thing. <laughs> so you really do need a hair appointment, not just a haircut. You could walk into a barbershop and get your $7 haircut while the guy talks about the pats. You know, I'm going to a stylist who actually spends an inordinate amount of time on this thing. The key thing is what product do you put in your hair, Jim? I got a new product last time I went in because I had run out. It's like a mud. It's different. It makes me look kind of like Jimmy Neutron a little bit. It sticks it straight up in the front. I'm going to give you a pointer on product. All right. Okay? I love that I am natural. the silent participant it's, in this conversation, it's, it's, by it's the way. It's all natural. Yeah. It's healthy. And it works perfectly. What coconut oil. Just Perfect coconut product. oil? Yep. Take coconut oil. Not too much. Boom, boom, boom. Keeps your hair looking great. It's healthy it, for your hair. It's not like the toxic stuff you're probably using. This We're not recording, right? Oh, yeah, we are. Um, I might be recording. I don't know if you're recording or not. I get by the way you laugh that we are recording. Let's do this podcast. All right. Talk to us. How are things going? Since Thanksgiving, the market's been on a roller coaster up and down and kind of very, very confused. Friday after Thanksgiving, we were down a thousand points in the Dow and every market globally was down two or three percent. And I think the net of it at first, we thought uh, that looked like a whole lot of long selling and only long selling on that Friday. And then came Tuesday, which would be settlement date for that trade day. It was very, very busy. And then Wednesday was also busy. Thursday was quiet and this morning's busy again. And so what I think is happening is a whipsaw effect. I think the long short funds, it's either they rode this wave and made a ton of money or they gave back everything that they made so far this year. And so the latter is what it feels more like to me. So I think it was a very difficult short stretch of a week and a day of trading. Since so Thanksgiving. What do you think that means then between now and year end? Do you think there's... It means that we're going to enjoy our December a little bit less than we thought. I think it's going to be busy between now and Christmas is what I think. But um, in a good way. So therefore, maybe we will enjoy it, even though you might not personally enjoy it because you feel yeah. busy? Yes. ESEC and our clients will enjoy it because I think we'll make a little bit of money here in December. But doesn't that mean ultimately that you'll enjoy it? I mean, we're all rowing the same direction, right? I think I'll just be short on time, which would mean no Christmas present for you because I don't have time to shop for you, Brooke. Okay. Well, I can solve that. I can send you You a link. One click. (laughs) Am I on the outside here looking in? You're tier three in the gift giving category, and I will not be working my way down to tier three this year, just to be clear, Bowser. Listen, I just gave someone a really good gift. And by the way, I'm going to throw this out there because you may have someone who might like this. It's a diffuser where you put essential oils and it diffuses this nice smell. I gave that to a friend's kid and they really liked it. It's a diffuser. It's got like lavender and eucalyptus. You can use all these different essential oils. It's healthy. I just, like, are you? I don't know where to go with this. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, we were on cryotherapy, just to be clear. Like, let's, let's summarize here. Can we do a recap, Jim? And today we've gone from coconut oil with the hair to trying to hawk an essential oils gift giving strategy for 2021. I mean, 
Don't you agree that we're Little Twilight Zone this year? I'm speechless. He's like an off-brand Kris Kringle. I gave a diffuser to a child. What is that? Oh, all right. You know what? We really need to stick to script here because we're learning too much about Peter and it's really freaking me out. Didi Global, which is a Chinese ADR in the States here, IPO'd earlier in the year, hasn't traded very well in the cash market. It's been a good short for anybody who owns it. We've got a handful of people who own it. And they have announced yesterday or last night, they announced that they're going to delist their security and relist on the Hong Kong exchange. And so the timeline was immediate. I don't know what that means. I think they were reacting to some company-specific pressures, i.e. their stock price, as well as a decision made in Washington, D.C., about how Chinese ADRs are going to be treated here in the States and on the exchanges here in the States. So need to get smart on it, but it is something that you don't see very often, a delisting of a company that's continuing to be an ongoing entity and then relisting somewhere else. It's not normal. But Speaking uh, of getting all- you smart, I'll send you a podcast that I listened to this morning from the Wall Street Journal. Like They do a morning and afternoon podcast. It's super short, but they were talking about this with a couple different companies. So it sounded like maybe it was perhaps a little bit of a trend right now. But Great. Yeah, send, send that over. Jim, um, what about macro picture? So VIX is higher. Yeah. Here we're probably looking at higher rates. And what's the best macro picture for our space where we're making money, clients are happy? Give me that profile. Yeah, the rosiest scenario, Q1, Q2. So if we continue to see M&A, the corporate events that we're seeing, whether it's rights or tenders, we're in the middle of a tender that closes on Monday. We're trying to trade some at the last minute here. We continue to see that activity, which we saw in 2021. We see the specials market continue to grow, i.e. the short sides get a little bit more aggressive and willing to take deeper rates. We had a client who bought five or six securities at month end. Three of them just went out special this morning when they settled in. So I think we're trending that way. And then a steeper curve for our cash clients. So if there's more paper at better rates to buy, and it looks like the Fed's going to continue tapering, maybe even speeding it up, according to Powell. So if that happens we would get a slightly steeper curve, more specialness in the market with continued M&A activity would be the perfect storm for us next year, I think. It might not be base case, but it's certainly plausible. That's it's definitely a rosy picture, which would be fantastic. Yeah. And yeah. when do you think is sort of too early to make a call on whether that happens? You know, how long into the new year do you think that we will be in to have any sort of certainty around whether the specials market is in fact truly going to pick up or not? I would think the first two or three weeks will be worth watching of January and just to see what sort of activity comes to market where the major indices across the globe go up, down, sideways. And we'll probably have a better feel towards the end of January in terms of what our counterparts' clients are thinking, the hedge funds are thinking in terms of long shorts. What about our auctions? Are our auction results tell us anything here over the next couple of weeks? Always a good indicator of what the primes are thinking in terms of how they spend their dollars from an expense standpoint, in terms of taking down an exclusive to support business. So yeah, certainly any auctions we do in Jan and Feb might be a good calendar year look at what expectations are for short activity and the need to borrow. And you know, if, if they expect the market to be very GC, then we'll see less participation and softer bids. If they expect the market to be on the uptrend from a specialist standpoint, then we would see better participation and firmer bids, I would think. I feel like we're always talking about equities. Is everything all your comments also apply kind of to the corporate bond space or anything worth highlighting there? Yeah, corporate bonds, I would expect to be steady as she goes. So if we do see tapering, that'll affect the corporate bond space. If we see 
interest rates back up going, say you take the 10 year and it goes from 140, 150 to 2%, you would expect the same in high yields because they trade on a spread basis off of risk-free in the 10 years. So yeah, I think you'll continue to see a robust market for corporate bonds. We earlier in the year had moved our marginal rates on corporate bond loans in the GC space down and we're able to maintain balances without a hiccup. So I think we'll continue to put pressure on everyday GC rate borrows and probably with good effectiveness, I would think. So yeah, Peter, I don't talk about it just because you never get really super specials and you know it trades from GC to kind of four or 5% in the high yield market and much of our supply goes into exclusive. So we don't trade a whole lot discretionarily off the desk. So I guess something I need to be cognizant of because I forget about it, but it is a continued source of good revenue for us. Great. Am I right saying this is our last podcast for the year or are we having more? Uh, well, we're scheduled to have one every week, Peter, just to be clear. If you look at your calendar, I have a reoccurring meeting with you every week for this. It just doesn't often happen. Right. Okay. So I, I think that's up to us. I would suggest that we're only in the first week here. So unless you're thinking of taking vacation starting next week, I think that we still have some time to go. We could probably pull in another one or two. Actually, as you know, next week I'm in Boston for some very important offsite meetings. Yes, so as am I. There, there is no vacation in the calendar for me. Okay. A lot of work going from here to the end of the year. Maybe an in-person podcast next week. Oh, that's yeah, a good I idea. I don't know if we want to do it in person. I don't know. I'm still on the fence about that one. Agreed. Less time right. spent, the better. <laughs> Let's, Although let's keep this. it would just take away from our gift exchange that you and I have, Jim, and Peter wasn't invited to that. So uh, <laughs> I think we should do a gift exchange on the podcast. Sort of like we a white send, elephant we can, thing? We, we, can, we can send gifts around and then open them live during the podcast. Seems like a lot of effort, but okay. Could we just thought, like pretend to tell each other what we would get them if we were to do something like that? Yeah, I thought I, was I think that's just as good. I'm not going to have time to shop. I was clear. So when I show up to that meeting with no gifts and you guys are giving me gifts. don't. Plus it, it, you aren't interested in an essential oils diffuser. <laughs> no, it, as wonderful as that sounds as a, a gift to receive. Uh, no, I'll take a pass. It's on one it. of the best gifts out there this year, Jim. <laughs> Although coconut oil, especially for that little side piece of hair you got flying around right now, could, mm-hmm. could be useful. Coconut oil. Yeah, give it a try. We'll see. I still think you're joking, but I'll give it a try. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up. I think we talked enough today. So yes, uh, absolutely. You all have a good rest of your day, wherever you are, and we'll look forward to connecting again soon. See ya. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hope we left you with something interesting and productive to utilize in your daily securities lending activities. And friends, don't forget to subscribe to ESEC Lending Insights wherever you get your podcasts. And now for our disclaimer, this material is for your private information and does not constitute legal tax or investment advice. There is no representation or warranty as to the current accuracy of nor liability for decisions based on such information. Thank you for listening.